Hi, I'd like to welcome you to our show. I'm your host, Brang Medic. We're talking about life as a child of God and all things related to his kingdom. Thanks for joining us. If you're a new listener to the show, you can find articles and books and other resources on my website, www.prayingmedic.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Praying Medic. Now let's jump into this week's show. Hope you all are having a great Monday. This is Praying Medic and his wife on the Praying Medic podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit about our adventure to North Carolina to record the episode of Sid Roth at Supernatural and to meet up with about two dozen of our Facebook friends. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, Enough people have asked how it went, so we figured we'd do a podcast to fill everybody in. Let them know how it went and what happened. It was quite a busy time, and there were some glitches. There were some issues. So we had it was some kind of... problems. <laughs> but well, the first problem we had was we didn't have a lot of time to prepare. I was working the day before we flew out, and because I was working, we couldn't fly out that evening Tuesday night, and they needed us in the studio on Wednesday. So we caught a very early flight Wednesday morning. And we had to get up at a ridiculous hour, like three o'clock. My brain doesn't function all that well. No, me neither. <laughs> no matter how much coffee and bacon I have, I still have trouble. So we had to, you know, throw everything together and be ready for the shuttle to pick us up at 4.05 Four. Yeah. in the morning. Which... And, I, and I thought I was all ready and I thought I had everything packed, but I didn't. Turns out, yeah, a few things yeah. got forgotten. So we got there Wednesday around noon. Well, we actually were about an hour late. Oh, yeah, because we had to have thunderstorms. So our plane was in a holding pattern around Charlotte for about an hour. Everything was groovy until our plane showed up in Charlotte, and then the sky opened, the winds and the rain and lightning. And so we got to be in a holding pattern for a while, but eventually we landed. And there was a driver that they, Sid Roth Show, hired to pick us up. So we had to. You know, they had to prepare for coming later, I guess. Um, And the one hour delay did cause a little bit of a problem because they needed me in the studio to record a couple of audio messages that they're going to package and sell to their audience. And I needed to get that done because we were going to have dinner with Sid at the hotel later that evening. And we had a little bit, not a whole lot of time to work and get this done. So the delay on the flight could have caused a little bit of problem for us, but... Yeah, we got there and the driver picked us up and there was just enough time for him to take us to our hotel so we could check in. For 10 minutes. <laughs> we Turn had around. about 10 minutes. Uh, we had a little struggle checking in because they they wanted ID and we were under a different name. So, and we're panicking because we, we have to be out there for the driver again. And so we finally get up to our room And I said, you know what? I was going to go with you to the studio, but I think I should just stay here since we came in late. I should just unpack all of our stuff and iron some shirts for you. And you were tired as heck anyway. Yeah, I was tired too, but I knew we had to get prepared because you were going to be on the TV set in the morning. And I figured I didn't want to be ironing shirts late at night or early in the morning when we're trying to get ready. You're a good wife. 
<sighs> Thank you. So Iron, ironing my wrinkly shirts. Yeah. So I start unpacking all of our stuff. And, and I'm Dave at the studio. At the studio. So I'm there in the hotel by myself. And I'm recording. He's recording. He's in the recording booth. So I knew I couldn't reach him when I discovered that he forgot to pack his dress pants that go with the jacket. So I'm thinking, oh, no. This is a perfect time to panic. (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to do? I have no vehicle. she doesn't have a car and doesn't know I'm at the hotel. I don't know anything about where to shop, and I don't know how I'm going to get there. So first I called one of the producers at... She's the travel coordinator, and she does a whole bunch of other stuff, though. We call her the other Donna. I called Donna. There's two Donnas there. I called Donna, too, and kind of gave her my situation and asked her if she had any suggestions. I was looking in the hotel book, you know, how they have that book that tells you the restaurants locally and shopping and all that stuff, and I'm paging through there real quick, and she's looking up malls on her computer, I guess, and... Together, we came up with the name of this mall that I should go to because it was not too far away and it had the kind of stores that I thought would work. So she tells me Carolina Mall, I think it was. So we decide that that's where I should go. And I said, I would pay the driver to drive me there if you ask him how much. So she called him, got back to me, told me it would be $70, $35 each way. And I think it was like seven miles away or something. I said, okay, I'll pay it because I don't know what else to do. Uh, I'm stuck here. Otherwise, I don't know how else I'm going to get help. But in the meantime, I had on Voxer, I had sent a message to Jenny Wilcox and Paul. They were driving towards Charlotte, friends of ours on Facebook. So Jenny said, we're about an hour and 40 minutes out, so we can't really help you. Now, this was like 3 p.m. or 3.15. We had to be ready for dinner with Sid Roth at 6 o'clock at our hotel. So I knew I had less than three hours to do this and find somebody to help me. So Ginny couldn't help me, but she ended up communicating with someone else who is another friend of ours, Lisa. Lisa Polari Perna. Yeah. Lisa Perna was with two, she was already in Charlotte with two of her friends who live there in the area. And Lisa came down from New Jersey. They were, as it turns out, standing in front of a mall right when she talked to them. It was the same mall. It was the same mall (laughs) that I wanted to go to. (laughs) They were already there. Yeah. So they offered to go in and buy some pants, but I felt like I should look myself. It's a pretty uh, specific thing to buy. So I said, could you come pick me up and then we can go shopping for the pants. So they agreed. And I guess it was Daphne and Annette were with Lisa and Daphne drove graciously. (laughs) I don't think she enjoyed it too much. Thank you, Daphne. Just so happens that Annette worked at Dillard's at the mall that we were going to. So she knew. So she knew. Oh, and meanwhile, Ginny is praying. And so is Donna at the studio praying that I will be taken right to the pants I need or someone will hand them to me. This is not going to be a five hour shopping trip. Right, that it's going to happen quick. I'm going to get what I need and get out of there. So it turns out Annette worked at Dillard's. So we pull up in front of Dillard's. We get out and go in and she takes me right to the department where the dress pants are and directs me to the woman behind the counter who's the salesperson. And she helped me sort through the thing and she gave me two choices that were in your size. And um, actually, I got the wrong length, but you were okay with it for now. It worked. 
and I bought the pants like right away. So it was pretty awesome. And then Lisa talked me into having my makeup done because I'm sure I looked a wreck after, <laughs> after the plane ride and all this stress. <laughs> and while all that is going on, I'm at the studio with the other Donna, with both Donnas actually. So I'm recording my messages and Donna uh, Chavis, who's uh, one of the producers, comes out. We're talking and she was listening and helping record my messages. You know, we're at, talking about Denise and she goes, oh, I think Denise is at the mall actually. And I was like, oh, maybe she's getting us swimsuits because the hotel has a pool. And Donna goes, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, do you know what she's doing there? She said, well, she might be getting you some pants for your, <laughs> to go with your jacket. And I was like, no, she wouldn't do that. I already have pants. <laughs> oh, Donna was precious. And let Donna me tell was you. like, well, maybe you don't. <laughs> she didn't actually want to tell me that I had forgotten my pants. I mean, she said to me on the phone, does he have any really nice jeans with him? Like something dark, the dark denim? I said, no, his jeans are all ratty. <laughs> I said, he doesn't have anything that would work with his jacket, let me tell you. So I, I just had to put my trust in you that you would get the right size, the right color, everything was great. And, and, they, and they worked out fine. They were, they were great. They yeah. were awesome. Um, they're probably better than the ones I had left back at the house. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, I did buy a nice pair. But anyway... So that was the first obstacle. Out of the way. We got done. We just plowed that thing we right just over. Barely, I barely made it back in time to the hotel. I saw Sid coming in through the doors when I oh, did came you really? in. And I, I went right past that. him because I didn't want him to see me yet because I wanted to change my clothing. And I didn't you know, know it took you the girls that long. But they wanted my to, hair. They wanted to do some shopping and you got your makeup on. So. I got my makeup done, but I my hair was still, you know, it was a kind mess. of a wreck. So... <laughs> so I go up to the room, you're there, you know, changing and we just hurried up and got back down to the restaurant and had a nice dinner with Sid and the other, one of the other guests, Karen, Karen Dunham. Dunham, very interesting woman. Very interesting. If you get a chance to see that episode of Sid Roth, when it airs, uh, she lives and does ministry in Israel. Just fascinating. She has a fascinating story. Yeah, she does. But dinner with Sid was really cool. I was surprised, to be honest. Sid is a very approachable, very mm -hmm. down-to-earth guy. Uh, we talked about the same things that everybody talks about. He was telling me about how much he likes his car, his Nissan. And uh, he mm -hmm. was, you know, during the time we were there, he was talking about the Charlotte teams, the, the Hornets and the, uh, and the Panthers and how well they're doing. I mean, he's just, he is you know, a regular guy. And, yeah. Uh, he was very good to me. He mentored me and gave us, you know, gave us some good ideas. I haven't even told you all the stuff that he we talked oh, about. Oh, yeah, we haven't had much time yet. But dinner with Sid was really was really good. Yeah, that was nice. And then um, some of our friends came to the hotel after we were done with Sid, and we ended up staying up a little too late with them. Some of our friends showed up during dinner. Actually, it was right at the end. Ginny and Paul. Yeah, Ginny and Paul finally with, made it there. Uh, Karen with Robbins Arias. Karen Arias and with Karen uh, Coons and Karen Coons. KK. Mm -hmm. And then some more hoodlums showed up. Lisa showed up with Daphne. Right. And then yeah. the crowd kept growing, and we were staying there, and we kind of took over the area. And, and then they I'm were sure doing the, like a healing session on me. The, the waitresses were probably wondering, when are these people going to leave? <laughs> we got to clean up these tables. Yeah. we. But we did some prayer for some people. We, they did some prayer over you. And it was very cool. I mean, we stayed up late and, and 
but it was great it wasn't being too together. late but it was late enough that we go back to the room praying medic is dead tired he just wants to crash and i'm saying well do you have an alarm set no <laughs> I, I, said, <laughs> I said well i think we better set an alarm you know and i was like no we don't need an alarm i'm not going to sleep that late yeah and i, I always get up early we had to be Ex- in the except studio. Except the morning that I have to tape a TV show. Yeah, we had to be ready <laughs> for the driver again by 9.45, I believe. He was supposed to pick us up, and then we were going to spend the whole day at the studio. I figured I would just wake up at 7 or 8. Right, you figured that, but uh, that Didn't is not happen. what happened. I set my alarm, and my phone, I figured switched. out that my phone switched me to p.m. instead of a.m. And the alarm didn't go off. And the alarm didn't go off. So we, when we woke up... It was like nine o'clock, an hour before the alarm was supposed to go off. Then I decided, oh, I have another hour to sleep. Went back to sleep, but the alarm didn't go off. So we were late. Yeah, we only had 45 minutes to get ready. And we were rushing around. And Um, I found out that I forgot my razor. Yeah. So I had to run downstairs. Because he has to shave his whole head and his face. (laughs) And my neck and my back. And neck. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to run down to the hotel lobby and pray that they had a disposable razor I could bum from them. And they did. It was a single blade razor. It, it was, was cheapy junk. disposable, yeah. Oh my gosh. It took so long to shave. And of course, because it's a junky single blade razor, I ripped my neck open a little bit. You weren't visibly you didn't know you were bleeding. No. Until you was, put your white shirt on. It was not detectable until yeah, I put my shirt on and I flipped my collar up to put my tie on. And then there was blood all over the collar. Yeah, on both sides. So then he has to take the shirt off. Then I'm washing the shirt in the sink with the little bar of soap. And the driver's on the way. The driver's on the way. He's going to be here in five minutes. And my well, shirt... Well, actually, he, was, he said he would be 10 minutes late. Thank Donna God. Called. He yeah. was going to be late. And I thought, well, that's good because we need probably 20 minutes to so do this. So she gets the shirt washed. I take the hair dryer and I'm drying the shirt. <laughs> And like an idiot, I put it back on again, and, and I flipped the collar up, and there's get blood all blood. over it again. Second time. And I thought, man, this is You're else killing me, Smalls. <laughs> so I take the shirt off, we wash it again, and Denise says, "Leave it off. Wait until you get to the studio to put it on." So I just put on a shirt and left the white shirt off, and we 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 ran downstairs, got in the limo, and took. There off was a to lot of studio. traffic. It was took there us was a while a to get traffic. there. We got there just like right. When you're ready to go to makeup, basically. Well, the thing was, I when we got there, I would, didn't actually get my makeup done for probably 45 minutes. Yeah, I think that's because everything was going wrong. I don't know. <laughs> every, things were going haywire. They had some some uh, scheduling problems. They had some technical issues with in the Karen morning. Dunham's show, didn't they? I think they I said think that. they may have. But they thought they had it all worked out. They thought they had it all worked out, but they didn't know that it was coming back. They I were go, taping three shows that day, Karen right. Dunham, Rich Vera, and Praying Medic. Right. When they do their taping, they tape three shows on, a, on the a same Thursday. day. On Thursday. And they always mm-hmm. do it on Thursdays. And James Gall was supposed to be there, but he couldn't be there because he was having back surgery. Yeah. So they had, Rich was the guy on standby and he came in. And it's a good thing Rich was there because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was able to take care of a little problem that was going to come up. So I went through makeup and then we're... Hanging they out de-glossed, with the they deglossed your head. They deglossed my head. And I'm telling you, I have a shiny head, but not when that makeup gal was done with me. It was yeah. as dull as you could be. So it's then a, they asked us where we wanted to be. The audience came in 
to so the studio. The audience came in, and I thought at this point they were actually filming Rich's segment, but they weren't. No. Yet, I had to schedule. Uh, I think a little bit off. They should have been, we think, but they right. They were doing Karen's teaser, and then they did Rich's teaser. Which and is just a short spot. It's just that a little short record. spot where they. Yeah, it's they, a promo kind of thing. Yeah, it's a promotional thing. And then one of the gals comes in and says, You have a bunch of friends who have reserved seats. None of them are here. Where are they? And I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> now they're driving 10 hours in traffic drove from and all weather. Over the place, and they did not know where the reserved seating people were. Well, they, had they were all put, in the overflow. accidentally put them in the back. Oh, and yeah, in the back. And, and, so, and, and Lila was in the overflow room where you can't even right. see so the So I guess they did sh- drew straws. And, of course, Lisa got the short straw. So Lisa had to go up front and say, hey, we're supposed to be in reserve seating. Why are we in the back row, way in the back? And they came out and said, oh, gosh, yeah, you guys are supposed to be up front. So they moved them all up to the front row. Well, that must have been <laughs> crazy. And then... So we're sitting in well, a... We briefly got to see our friends. We walked through there. On our way to we did. the green room or whatever. We did. On the way to the green room. So we get to the green room, which is kind of a, a holding area. They've got some couches and chairs, and they've got a big screen TV there. And you can watch what they're taping out on the, in the studio from so, the green yeah, room. Yeah, so we have like a TV monitor there where we can see the show, supposedly. And, and we were watching. All of a sudden, the signal goes dead, and there's nothing on and the TV. And it's kind of like flickering on and off, blue and black screen. It was very bizarre. And it I was thought, like well, that for about 20, 25 minutes. And we weren't sure what was happening. And then all of a sudden, this monitor comes back on. And Rich Vera is out there hosting a Holy Ghost revival conference where people are getting slain in the spirit. They're coming out of the, on, onto the stage. They're dropping like flies all over the floor. People are getting you know knocked out. And I'm like, what in the heck is going on? This is... Well, and I they called—they called that guy uh, who was Rich's uh, musician that he tra- worship leader that he travels with. They called Joe, Joe out there. Joe get- was in the room with us, and then they called. They came in and got him. Donna came in and in, said, in "We need you." Hey, Joe, get out and here now! Quick, you know, we're doing <laughs> something off. impromptu. So Joe went out there and started playing a keyboard he's never played before in his life. I mean, he plays piano and keyboard, but he has his own keyboard. So he's playing their keyboard and and being kind of forced to do this impromptu and one of the gals came and did did some worship so what happened was they had a problem with the cameras yeah and they 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 call it the tri-star system or something i can't remember i think they send the signals wirelessly to the recording equipment and what happened was two of the cameras got the signals got paired together and they couldn't unlink them and they couldn't record so they were not able to record anything for about 45 minutes so while we're in the green room, I, I peeked out the door and looked down the hallway, and I see all these people gathered around the control room uh, door, Look, doorway. Looking concerned. Yeah, and everybody's kind of, oh, you know, what's going on? And, 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 and our, our TV screen wasn't putting out a clear signal either. It was crackly, and the sound was coming in and out when Rich was doing this sort of revival meeting with the audience. And it was just kind of chaotic. And what we found out later was Rich was basically stalling for time while they yeah. were fixing the technical problems. So they actually had to replace a part or two. They tried to reboot the system a couple of times. They rebooted and then they a to... few times. That's when we kept seeing it go down on our monitor. It wasn't. Now, this whole time, I'm sitting here in the green room <laughs> thinking, 
I have to do my taping of my show and a 45-minute mentoring session afterward if there's time in the day. Because they have all these people that work there. They're on the clock and they're supposed to leave at 5. Right. And now everything's been delayed like a half hour, 45 minutes. And so Donna said it's going to be Sid's call as to whether you do the mentoring or not. Um, they might use Rich's impromptu revival meeting as the, as the mentoring session if there's not enough time at the end of the day. Yeah. And we didn't know when it was going to get fixed, but it did get fixed. And they eventually ended up recording Rich's uh, interview, which was pretty cool. Yeah. He is a dynamic speaker. Yeah. And then we, and then you recorded yours. And then I recorded mine. And I hope y'all are not disappointed when you see it. <laughs> but I, I thought it you went really good. well. You I did well. Really well, yeah. Well, you did well. I, I was a little bit, people ask me, were you nervous? Well, I wasn't nervous. I was a little bit concerned that Sid might go off of his scripted questions that he had, he was planning to ask. And in fact, he did. We had agreed to scratch one or two questions earlier in the day. And then while we were out there taping, he was asking me about some of the miracles. And he said, we're going to take that out and we're going to take this out. He goes, can I ask you about this instead? And I said, well, yeah, that's fine. We'll do that instead. So he, he let me know ahead of time what he was going to be asking me about. And we had to do a couple of retakes on a couple of questions mm-hmm. he asked me because it didn't come out right. Yeah. <laughs> so we did a couple but of that's retakes. that's how it is with television or, yeah. or audio recording for that matter. Uh, so I'm sure that was interesting for the audience to watch how that's done if they weren't familiar with it. But um, you did really good. I was proud of you. So, you know, I was surprised. Sid really did a nice job of encouraging me about my books. Like that one question where he said, I read your book mm-hmm. you know, on healing. He goes, I've read a lot of books on healing. Your book is different. And I actually went out into the public to a grocery store, prayed for people after I read your book, and all three people I got prayed for got healed. Yeah. Um, he said, I didn't just have 80% healing. I had 100% healing. Yeah, so that was, that was kind of cool to yeah. know that he really does believe in what I'm writing about. You did, yeah, so you did do the mentoring, and I thought that went really well. Um, that, was, that was really funny. And, and I'll tell you what goes on when you're doing a TV show. There are people who think they're the boss, and then there are the actual bosses. <laughs> so the Sid, and I, crew and all Sid that. and I were talking and it's kind of funny because the girls, you know, the production staff said, well, it's going to be Sid's call whether we're going to do the mentoring or not. Well, Sid said, yeah, let's do the men- mentoring. And he said, how do you feel about question and answer? And I said, I love question and answer. He said, okay, do 30 minutes of question and answer and, and we'll just have that as the mentoring session. So I thought, okay, that's cool. Sid goes off to the side in the wings, uh, stage right. And then Tina comes out. She's the onstage producer. And she says, you're not going to do 30 minutes of question and answer. You can't, <laughs> you can't do that. So here's what you're going to do. She goes, you need to do some teaching first and then question and answer. So I was ready to do some teaching. I already written an outline out. So I did a 15-minute speed lesson on healing, singing the spirit, Hearing God's voice. Hearing God's voice and, and traveling, traveling in, in the, the spirit. spirit. And 15 I, minutes. I could swear that it seemed to me like it was a half hour. I know. I looked over at Tina and she's holding she's up the 15 minutes. She's holding up the 15 minutes, minutes left. And I was like, wow, that was the fastest 15 minutes ever. I don't know if God time warped something there or whatever, because it seemed like I was speaking on at least each subject for at least 10 minutes. 
So I did those four subjects, and then we started taking questions from the audience. People asked some really good questions. They did. We some good testimonies. And then Mitzi Hanna got to tell her testimony. Yeah, that was awesome. A, she did really well. Yeah, well, the funny thing was, so check this out. On Wednesday afternoon, when I'm recording this, the audio messages, I recorded two messages, one on hearing God's voice and the other on traveling in the spirit. And those messages were for the CDs that they're going to sell to their audience. They will eventually be available through us. We'll either put them on Amazon or we'll make them available on the website. But as I was talking about the traveling in the spirit, Sid was coming in and out of the studio. And when I started speaking on traveling in the spirit, he came into the studio and sat down next to Donna and he was listening to what I was talking about. When I was done, he came out and he said, I cannot ever remember us having anyone teach on traveling in the spirit. I said, it, it's a really interesting subject, and there's a lot of people who are having these experiences. And we, we talked quite a bit about it. I said, I have this friend who uh, wanted, could give a testimony of Traveling the Spirit who was trying to make it here to the studio for the show, but she, only could, she could only get one ticket, and she and her husband both wanted to come. Sid said, if you can get her to come here, I'll give her front row seats. Only way I had to communicate with her was by Facebook. So I sent her a message, and I was hoping she would answer and Sid said, I need to know as soon as possible if we're going to get her tickets. We waited a few hours. We went to dinner. I looked at my phone. I checked Facebook. She had still not messaged, and it was probably 6.30 or 7 o'clock. So I just kind of figured, well, maybe she's not going to be on Facebook, and we'll have to wait till tomorrow. So now we're in the studio on Thursday. While Rich was doing his Holy Ghost meeting, I got a message back from Mitzi, and she said, we're on our way. We're driving eight or ten hours. They came from Louisville, Kentucky. So they drove there all the way over to Charlotte. So when I got the message, I got a hold of Sid. I'm like, hey, yes, yeah, so they're coming. They're on their way here. <laughs> and it was already almost time for me to shoot my show. So Joel said, have them come to the front of the building when they get here. Tell them to be here at 1215. Hopefully they have the address and we'll get them in. Uh, we'll get tickets Joel for Joel works for Sid Roth. Right. Joel is we one of the... We didn't mention him until now. But yeah, so somehow that all worked out. God was good, you know. It all worked out. They got here on time. They had tickets for them. They got in. And when I was doing my mentoring session, Mitzi got to give her testimony of traveling in the spirit, which was pretty cool. Mitzi has a bunch of interesting testimonies of traveling in the spirit. Her husband, Scott, has one that's going to be in the book. He gave me permission to put that in there. That is going to have a lot of people scratching their head. <laughs> cool. Hopefully. We like that. So the taping of the show went off pretty well. And then we went to Jim and Nick's. Right. We went to a barbecue place, place that was recommended by the with producers. a thousand of our closest friends. <laughs> well, that's what it seemed like. Yeah. We filled up a big table immediately. They had pushed a whole bunch of tables together. I asked them to have seating for 16 to 20 people. And it turned out to be more than that because they set us up, I think, for 20. I think we had And then like we had to pull up another or... table and add some more chairs in the end because people brought friends. So... It was awesome. We had nice dinner. Daniel Bryant Cook. Yeah. And his wife. Ashley. Ashley was uh, They there. brought two friends. I mean, I can't probably can't name everybody, but... Um, Sherry Ann and her... Sherry Ann Riley. And Joseph came with Fearless Trust. Right. There was like a little birthday party. <laughs> with cake. <laughs> On the side. Yeah. And oh my gosh, it was just, uh, you know, Ginny and Paul and... Uh, Kimberly Ann and KK and Karen Arias. I got to talk to her quite a bit about art. And Lila showed up. Lila. Yeah. I mean, 
oh my gosh, how can I name everybody? But we, we can't remember everybody who was yeah, there. So if we but forget you, we just you, appreciate you. Don't be offended. Everyone who came, it was so nice to hang great. with our Facebook friends. We got to have dinner, and then the party moved back to the hotel. Right. Then we all went to the hotel lobby. They had a sectional sofa that basically sat twenty people. So we yeah. piled on that sofa, and then we pulled up had a couple to pull of chairs, up some more chairs, and and spent the rest of the night talking and praying over people and prophesying. Some people got healed. And Ginny brought us a whole bunch of goodies that she baked. And I have to say this. Somebody bought me a glass of wine. And I don't even remember who it was. And I don't think I thanked them. So if you were the oh, person... Oh, it was the Lunettas. Oh, was it Rob and Amy? hmm Oh, my gosh. Well, Rob and Amy, when you listen to this, I didn't actually get a chance to thank you because there was so much going on. I completely spaced out. In fact, that glass of wine sat there most of the night. I <laughs> completely ignored it, but I eventually did drink it. But thank you for buying me the glass of wine. That was very nice. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, so it was just cool. And we got to really, it was, it's nice to have face-to-face meetings with people that you, you know, you feel like you know them, but it's so much better to just sit down In person and, and yeah. face-to-face. Yeah, yeah, I had a great time. I learned a lot. Um, I have had difficulty in situations like that in the past because I felt like I should be able to give some time to everybody. And I've always struggled to do that because I often get sucked into a conversation with one person mm-hmm. and then I end up ignoring everybody else who's there. But I thought this time, Just try this to time get I thought I was able to, yeah, to mm-hmm. talk to everyone, gives everyone some of my attention. And uh, I just really love the fact that so many people showed up. Yeah, it was awesome. And I I just tried to move around a little bit, too, and sit with different people and talk to them. I think I kind of missed out on getting to know Sherry Ann, but... I missed out on talking to Karen. I mean, you spent a lot of time talking to her. Oh, I did spend a lot of time with Karen. I didn't spend much time at all getting to talk to her, but she was talking to you and other people, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, it was a very busy three days, and we were traveling most of it. So the party breaks up, and we go back to bed, and we get up in the morning, and we pack our stuff, and we go to the airport. And we left a little early, thank we goodness. We did. We could have either left at 10 or 10.30 to catch Taking our flight. We decided to yeah. take the earlier shuttle because we didn't know what was going to happen. Maybe there'd be traffic issues. Well, there wasn't actually traffic issues. But the airport was American Airlines. That was kind of chaotic. They Like, you're... You don't know where to go. It was hectic. All these people are having trouble with the little kiosks where you check in and do we, your We bags. tried to check in through the kiosk and it wouldn't take our information. So we had to go to another uh, Yeah, so they finally shuffle you off into some other line and you wait, and wait, wait. And we get to the counter and we get check, we're starting to check in and the woman looks at us and says, oh, you're on flight so-and-so. Well, that flight is being delayed for de-icing. And you won't be able to make your connecting flight in Dallas. So we're going to have to find you another flight. Yeah. <laughs> we're thinking, course. oh, why no. not? Now Let's what? What are we going to go through Chicago happen. now? <laughs> like from oh my North Carolina instead of to Dallas. And so she looked at a Phoenix. couple of options and they ended up putting us on a direct flight to Phoenix, right. which left later than our original flight, but got in sooner because we didn't have a connecting flight. Yeah. So we get, got in about an hour sooner than we would have. The only and bad it was thing was nonstop. The only bad thing was you booked a ticket and well they booked a ticket for us. Right. And got us seats together. But on this new flight, they didn't have seats together. So we were gonna be in two different rows. 
And so we asked at the counter when we went to the gate, they said, ask the people at the counter if they have two seats together that they can move you. And they said, no, you're going to be, you're both stuck in the middle. You know, we don't have two together anywhere. So we figured, okay, that's fine. So we sit down and we're waiting for them to call we actually, our group. We actually went and got lunch at the restaurant. Yeah, we went and got some And that's going to be another story that I will put oh, up yeah, on the blog post. Oh, yeah, that's another post. story, a little divine appointment. A little divine appointment, which I'm going to write a blog post about. Okay. And you can re- guys can read about that later. Yeah. We had a little divine appointment with one of the TSA agents. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty cool. amazing. That was pretty cool. But we got on the flight... And they actually did get us seats together. Yeah, so in then the they, back row they the called airline. us up to the desk before we boarded and they said that we could have two seats together, but we were in the very last row of the plane, like thirty four row thirty four. Now airline seats don't recline very much, but the two inches that they do recline is a little bit of a comfort thing. The back row does not recline at all. Yeah. I'm just warning you, if you've never sat in the back row of an airplane, it doesn't recline don't at all. You're sitting straight upright yeah. the whole time. And, well, you just live with that, I guess. Yeah, I didn't even try to sleep or anything like that. I just read, I was reading Sid Roth's book, uh, one of his books. They Thought for Themselves? They Thought for Themselves. Good book. I think it's awesome, yeah. I'm not quite finished, but I read a lot, a good chunk of it. I'll put a link to it in the podcast notes. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I mentioned it on Facebook today, so some people have already read it. So the flight back was pretty uneventful. I got a little bit of rest. I did a little bit of writing. I wrote, I started writing the story about the TSA agent that we met. So we get home and I try to log on to my computer and I realize I, did, I have a computer mouse that doesn't work anymore. And the one extra mouse that I had in my laptop was missing. So we had to go get two computer mice, one for my laptop at work and one for home. So we go to Best Buy and we go to the checkout counter and our credit card is declined. <laughs> All of our, I mean, we've tried three All different of cards and Both of none hers, of them went through. The business and the private ones declined. And they were our debit cards. So they were, that's our bank account. There was money in there. And I'm thinking they must have flagged our account or something because the we were traveling. The first thing we thought of is, oh, we traveled and we didn't tell them we were out of town. So maybe and we they didn't were tell thinking, them we were coming back. Maybe they were thinking identity theft. Right. That's what I thought. First thing I thought, because there was no way that they would get declined. I mean, there was no reason for that. So I end up having, I'm standing around Best Buy. I'm calling my bank. They're asking me to verify my identity. They want my EIN number. And I said, I don't have it. I'm, I'm, I'm not at home. <laughs> the customer service Tax people number. did not handle that very smoothly. No. And then they and shuffle you off to someone else. And you got to explain the whole thing over again to someone else. And, and it wasn't even a customer service problem. They didn't do anything no, to No, they account. did nothing. They said the, the charge never even came through. It doesn't show that. Best Buy even put anything through that could have gotten declined. They said they didn't flag the account. There was nothing wrong as far as they were concerned, except we used the chip thing, the chip reader. And um, that apparently was the problem. When, once we went back into Best Buy and slid the, the card through the slider thing, everything went through. I don't like those chip things at all. No, it's very weird. But they're, they're a pain. So that was our crazy adventure. So that was our crazy adventure to Charlotte and back. Uh, it was a good time. We loved meeting our friends. <laughs> it was, yeah. But I'm going to be honest, she and I do not travel very well sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> if people wonder why we don't do, you know, the, the conference circuit and go around speaking at conferences and speaking at churches, honestly, 
I don't like living out of a suitcase. I don't going, like that. Traveling kind of like that is kind life. of a headache. I'm kind of a homebody. I always like getting back home. I like getting in my comfort zone, in my sweatpants. See, that's why I want all of our friends to come here. Y'all need to come here to Phoenix. So we don't have to go do that anymore. We will be really good hosts for the get together. Y'all just come on down here and we will have a nice place for you. And we'll make sure you get to and from the airport okay and you won't get up late and we won't have anything scheduled for you. <laughs> It'll be very relaxing. We'll have spare razors just in case you forget. If you forget your pants, we will get you some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would be cool. And we talked to some of the people, some of our Facebook friends while we were there about having a regular, you know, kind of gathering. A retreat. Just fellowship, you know, everybody get together and talk and have no some speakers. FaceTime. No conference mm-hmm. agenda, uh, other than if people want to bring some musical instruments. Yeah, and, I mean, let's you know, have jam, some music cool. and just hang out. And We're dreaming and we're scheming about things to do in the future that don't involve us traveling very far. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what I don't like about traveling because it's usually work-related. <laughs> so that was your three days off, honey. So if you've been sending me an email over the last week or two, and I have been ignoring you, it's because I've been really, really busy. And it's not because I want to ignore you. It's because I've just been really busy. And I will eventually get back around to checking my emails. But I am working like crazy at work. Just to let people know, I have a lot of work I'm doing on my website in anticipation of the Sid Roth episode, which is going to air in about a month. I have to totally revamp my website. I have to change web hosting. I am revamping my email service. I'm changing a lot of different things. And when I'm not working, I'm working on those things. And yeah. it's kept me insanely busy over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we've been told that um, when this episode airs, it could bring tons of traffic to the website and cause spikes and crashes. And so we have to get the website prepared to handle all that so it doesn't go down. Well, the week before we went to North Carolina, I spent all of my days off, all four days off, just working on getting my website together and making improvements to it. And so the reason I haven't been doing podcasting as much and writing as many blog posts and answering people's emails is Mm -hmm. I'm really trying to spend a lot of time getting the website ready and getting everything set up so that if we do see an increase in traffic that we're ready to handle it and we can reach people and we can, you know, do ministry with them and take care of things that need to be done. So thanks for tuning in to listening to Praying Medic and His Wife Rant. Uh, We love you. Love Uh, you, yes. Hey, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, we would love it if you would give us a rating. Yeah, we have never asked for that, I don't think. We haven't, which is probably why we don't have any ratings. need to start asking. (laughs) Ask and you (laughs) shall receive. There you go. Well, we'll catch you on the next one. We love you. Take care. Bye. Well, folks, that is our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for dropping by. If you're new to the podcast and you haven't been to my website, you might drop by and check out the articles I have there. If you have any questions or comments about this show, you can contact me at admin at prayingmedic.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at prayingmedic.com. You can also contact me on Facebook and Twitter. I'd like to thank you again for dropping by. I hope you enjoyed the show.